0: hello everyone and welcome to the here's johnny podcast i want to start off by first saying thank you to justin and rachel for covering for me last week uh if you want to hear what happened stick around for the patreon chat because i am not giving that away for free (laughs)
1: okay okay but uh what's up man how you been i'm i've been okay i've been very very busy um there is what seemingly has been like a non-stop review season mm-hmm. uh for video game stiff so it's I, I i an embarrassment of riches that i'm just like well i can't play that yet cuz i have to play this other thing uh it, it's it's a blessing and a curse um yeah and i don't know uh, how to divide my time properly
0: <laughs> yeah and as people don't know, but we're recording this a little bit earlier than our unusual schedule because we are going to be starting Sons of the Forest
1: tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, man, long time coming.
0: Did you see the video I posted in the chat and Discord? No, no. It's Mad Vlad's last ever forest video. He built a base where he captured one of every enemy type.
1: Yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> no,
0: but no, well, it's in the forest. so oh, okay. we, we, uh, we already completed that, but... I think because you put enough time into it too, I think you would find some catharsis watching it before tomorrow.
1: You'll see. I don't know if I have time before tomorrow. <laughs> uh,
0: well, with that, then why don't you tell us what's been new? What have you been playing? What have you been watching? Reading? Well, hold
1: on, hold on first. Are you okay. feeling better? Well, I'm, we don't got to get into details. Are you feeling okay. better?
0: Uh, yes.
1: Good. We can. The
0: medicine took its course, Good. and upon. Yeah, we'll save it for Patron Chat. Oh will go into all oh, the details in Patreon uh, Chat.
1: Okay, okay. Well, I'm glad to hear you're doing better. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, uh, it was debilitating. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so what I have been up to? So I watched Jacob's Ladder last night. Okay. Um, I can talk about it now because though uh, I've been, I play over the last like week and a half. I've been playing through Atomic Heart. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finished that like Monday night.
0: Oh, you beat uh, it! I thought you, I thought you passed the review off.
1: I did. I still beat it, though.
0: Hell, yeah. That's that's commitment. I like yeah. to hear it.
1: Yeah, I still have to, you know, like, okay, I was supposed to do this. Well, you know what? I should still see it all the way through. Cool. Um, I didn't
0: know that. Well, good for you. So, was it, So obviously, it wasn't good enough, you don't think, for us to review it?
1: No. It, okay. Yeah, it's it's got its issues, and it's very horny for robots, which, whatever, is fine. No um, shame. No king shame, no, no shame at all. But, like, dude, the protagonist is just, like, the most annoying person ever. <laughs> I, people who complained about Forspoken have better they better be yelling about this one too because like holy shit he's worse.
0: Really. What what was people's problem with Forspoken?
1: They, uh, they just didn't like the like they thought she talked too much? Okay. <laughs> and like <laughs> the protagonist, the main character? Yeah, and was like too like cringy. Let's Man. not play Final Fantasy Ten, huh? Dude, this guy is like walking <laughs> around going, "Oh, these crispy ass critters!" and like, t- it's fucking, dude, it's wild and so bad. Uh, but the soundtrack kicks ass. <laughs> uh, cool, yeah. Um, and and it is genuinely like a really good idea. I'm excited. Like, I hope they get a sequel only because like I would be excited to see what was like what the sequel is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the sequel would be very very good. Uh, if they, like, built upon this. But right now, it's just... It's also very broken and buggy. I mean, that might be fixed now, but, like, I had times where, like, bosses just would, like, stop taking damage. Ooh,
0: that's not good.
1: Uh, item... Pro- like, uh button prompts would just, like, stop showing up. So I'm, like, running for my life to, like, open a door. And, like, the button prompt just wouldn't be there, so I couldn't open the door. So I'd have to, like, reload... Force a reload. It, yeah, it was, uh... It, it, that that In that regard, it was rough. And the story is fucking it's wild not necessarily in a bad way but like it's just it's weird um other than that though no. uh i've been playing something else i can't talk about um surprise surprise yeah um but other than that <laughs> um i've also still been playing uh, uh i'm i'm gonna butcher this name because i've never actually said it out loud before theater rhythm yeah that's right Theater. Rhythm. yeah theater rhythm final bar line um i'm still playing that i love the hell out of that game it's awesome. amazing um because i got like the digital deluxe edition or whatever it comes with one of my favorite non-final fantasy final fantasy songs what song uh the skies above by the black mages you ever heard it
0: i've heard of the black mages yeah just I probably heard it then
1: yeah, uh yeah, it's like it's mixed in with like uh usually it's mi- it's like about twelve minutes long, not in a game. In the game it's like three minutes long. Um uh, but when you listen to like the audio version, it's usually about twelve minutes long, and it's like mixed in uh with uh Xanderkind.
0: Okay. Then i I if it goes anything like, to do with ten, I've definitely heard it.
1: Yeah, and then it just goes fucking heavy metal and it's awesome. Um what else have I been playing? Uh oh. I've been playing uh Final Fantasy Seven. OG? Yes, because my kid wanted to play it. So I was like, all right.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome. Where are you
1: at in it? Uh, we literally started today. Uh, so we... I need to go
0: back and finish that 100%. We just, I totally forgot about that.
1: We just got to like the first save point because we were like, I was taking it slow. I was like letting him do everything and I was like talking about it and stuff. But yeah, no, I think we're going to see that all the way through, hopefully. I fucking um, love it. Man, I feel like... Although I'm...
0: you're sabotaging yourself, though, man. You know the first Final Fantasy game you play is always your favorite. Should have started with 9.
1: Well, see, the thing is, I have to try and, like... Because what I did is I sat him down and was like, okay. Because he wanted to play a Final Fantasy game because he knows I love them. Yeah. And I said, I asked him, like, okay, well, do you like like the like the medieval aspect? Like, do you mm-hmm. like the medieval stuff or, like, the futuristic kind of stuff? And... What do you can, hate your father? <laughs> what kind of story <laughs> do you want? <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I I, I try to tried to whittle it down that way. Yeah. Um, and then I think so. What we're gonna do is we're just gonna get him to play seven, eight, and nine. Like yeah, that's fair. Back to back to back. Uh, so he'll be busy for a while. Um, I man, I feel like there's something else, but I just been lots of that, and uh, you're good. I, yeah. What about you? <laughs> uh,
0: so for television, I'm yep. still watching Trigun. Um, mm-hmm. I like it. It's slower because I have to watch it subbed because there's no okay. dubbed version of it. But, like, do you know anything about it? Uh, no. So it's only one season, which, so that's why it's really nice. But basically, it's this bounty hunter cowboy who everyone okay. thinks is, like, this super badass, like, merc- like mercenary. Yeah. But he's, like, afraid of violence. He's a pacifist, and he's just, like, a goofball.
1: I – if you like that kind of shit, I have an anime for you.
0: All right. When I finish that one, we'll start – I'll ask you for it then.
1: Okay. It's called Desert Punk, just so you know. Desert it's Punk? punk? <laughs> yeah, Desert Punk. All right. Is it on Crunchyroll? Uh, I don't know. I watched it when I was, like, a teenager.
0: <laughs> okay. I'll look it up. Uh, I finished Hell's Kitchen Season 21. Jesus. I love Hell's Kitchen, and then I love the date on The Last of Us. Nice. I'm excited for this upcoming episode. Uh, so, the DLC for one.
1: Oh, really? I don't watch the next week on, so I have no idea. Okay, I never yeah, it's the next it's straight on. up the DLC. Oh, good. Um, I have a question for you. What's up? It was Dina, right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. That's what I was thinking too. But it
0: was way too obvious for it not to be. Yeah. Exactly. And so since so I've been gone for a few weeks I have a lot of books and movies So uh, I watched Magic Mike Magic Mike XXL And Magic Mike's Last Dance
1: You just wanted to see some dick flopping around I get it, I get it.
0: Uh, They were a lot better than I thought they would be I like Channing Tatum So I was like kind of prepared to like them yeah. But the first one is very much a rom-com The second one is like a bromance Like bro trip kind of movie And the third one was a rom-com again weird
1: i've never i haven't seen any of them so
0: they're good. like I, I would recommend them they were good um, okay. like seven and eights out of ten like if you like rom-coms if you don't like yeah. rom-coms then it is not going to hit for you and then i watched ant-man ant-man and the wasp and then we went and saw ant-man and the wasp quantumania
1: i heard it wasn't very good
0: i've seen a lot of people say that and i don't know why they think that it's not like the greatest thing ever like it's not holding a candle to like the best marvel has done like Paul Rudd is fucking hilarious. Jonathan yeah. Majors as Kang is fantastic. Like the story's weird, but the stories have been weird in Marvel, like or like convoluted in Marvel since they fucking went into time, like a, a time plot. Like it's just been goofy yeah. since then. It's it's a popcorn movie. I'm not going to it thinking I'm going to see everything everywhere all at once. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that's not yeah, no, what absolutely. I'm going to see a Marvel movie for. So it was fine. It made me laugh a couple times out loud. It was it was it did what it needed to do and then obviously i watched jacob's ladder uh for games we beat the forest yep that was oh, a lot yeah. of fun I forgot about that. we yeah. took it's well it's because i've been you know injured on yeah. the ir but uh um, yeah we we took rachel through she beat it for the first time yep got one last playthrough of it in before suns and when when vlad dropped because he's been doing a series on like his last playthrough and this was like the final one i just this the the forest is very special to the show and to like us and to like our friendship and so i'm just really excited for sons and then um when I was, i do
1: want you to know that i did tell them about that you should have i did i'm letting you know i did it didn't cool. make it into the i didn't put it out in the interview but that's just like a little there's always got to be something what is it like behind baseball yeah
0: yeah yeah in- insi- so inside of baseball inside of yeah. baseball yeah there's always uh, something
1: inside of baseball and that was it i told a about <laughs> our, our story
0: and then uh i started chained echoes on justice recommendation while i was unable to sit <laughs> um <laughs> i'm really liking it good, it's a good. very simple rpg there, the combat and like the leveling system is very different than anything I've kind of played before, but it's very intuitive. And maybe I'm about I, maybe I do four need hours in. I'm like at four hours in. It it gives it gives me a lot of like Chrono Trigger vibes, like art yeah. style and stuff. But like one of the things I like about it the most is that when you are in combat and you exit combat, your magic equivalent and your health refill.
1: All that stuff, like,
0: it's a, such a small minor change on I mean, having like to cure after battles and like knowing if you go into a new one you're gonna be okay. It's it's really nice. Books, I have a lot. I so I finished *The Severed Thread*. That was the second book in the Bone Spindle trilogy. It's like the LGBTQ
1: variation, oh, right. yes,
0: of like fairy tale. I finished *Twilight*. Okay. <laughs> uh I finished a book called We Should Not Be Friends, which is a memoir. It's my first non-fiction book uh of the year. So I'm trying to get 6 of those in. Um basically what it was about it was about a gay man going to Yale in the 1980s and how he became friends with a jock. And what I really liked about it because I was it was so compelling to read. It's like I'm not a really big memoir guy cuz I always tend to come across like I learned this super profound thing when I was doing the dishes this one night, and now you need to learn it too.
1: Yeah.
0: Or it's like this is how I fundamentally changed everybody around me. It wasn't like that. It was, it was like brutally honest and like looking at himself, like critiquing himself. Okay. A lot, and I found it. It was really, it was a, re- it was a really fun read. Um, I finished the next Percy Jackson book, which is called The Titans Curse
1: yeah it's nothing for me yeah i
0: yeah. Didn't even read them so this is not moving the needle for you and then i read the book called below by laurel hightower um it's a little short book um kind of about the mothman
1: okay cool
0: cool but basically this woman who is recently divorced is traveling the west virginia highway and stuff starts going sideways
1: interesting was it was it good
0: it was good, yeah. Okay. Spooky read, mm. Spooky read, which was cool, and I love it. I had Devin read it, and she read it in a night.
1: Oh okay, oh, okay, wow,
0: yeah. Wow. So it's only like 106 pages, so it's super quick. Mm. Um, and then currently, I am reading the book *Hellbent* by Leah Bardugo. It's the sequel to *Ninth House*. Um, it came out in January, but basically, it's this girl named Alex is like a she goes to Yale, and she. Is there because not because of her like her, like her academic talent is because she can see ghosts. Okay. And she has to in like they use her to like protect like the rich snooty upper class houses. Of course. And it's just it's very dark. It's very grim. It's very gory, and I, I dig it. And then I started New Moon. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> I got another. I yeah. All right. <laughs>
0: That's all I got. Yeah, I guess I, I had a bunch more than usual because of uh me being out for a week, but that's what I got. Are you ready to do uh some Jacob's ladder?
1: I guess so. Yeah.
0: Alright. So jacob's ladder have you seen it before this review for us
1: no this was my first watch
0: it was also my first watch did you know anything about it going in
1: yes i i mean just through like uh i mean the ending is basically is referenced in like a lot of pop culture uh maybe not what's that
0: known that because i did not know anything
1: Oh, I knew. I already knew like the whole thing going into that's episode. a fucking
0: bummer. See, I didn't know anything about it. I knew it was scary, and I knew it had Tim Robbins. That was the only thing I knew. Yeah,
1: I yeah, yeah I I, I, okay. I knew like the ending. Well, I should say I knew the ending. What was I referenced knew, like, in? Uh oh man, the Simpsons used to reference it a bunch. I was gonna say oh, it's not okay. really re- referenced like now anymore, but like back in the yeah like, sure, early two sure, thousands. A late '90s, it was, okay, uh, but yeah, I'll yeah,
0: yeah. All right, so some quick background: It's a 1990 American psychological horror film directed by Adrian Lyne. Lyne also directed *Flashdance*, *Fatal Attraction*, *Indecent Proposal*, and *Unfaithful*. The film stars Tim Robbins and Elizabeth Pena, with smaller roles from Jason Alexander, Macaulay Culkin, who was uncredited, Ving Rames, Louis Black, and Michael Imperioli, who was also uncredited. Do you know who Michael Imperioli is? No, he's Christopher from uh, the Sopranos. I never
1: watched the Sopranos. <laughs> oh, that's...
0: One day I'll make you watch that. All right. So Tim Robbins is really easily recognized for his role in The Shawshank Redemption, but he's also starred in other films such as Mystic River, Arlington Road, which I highly recommend if you want like a mid '90s like psychological thriller. Okay. Basically, like they're living in DC and like they're like the new neighbors, and like they think that they're uh Soviet spies. Okay, <laughs> and it's just it's it, it, it's good if you ever want to again, it's a 90s movie, yeah, so you yeah. know what you're getting into. <laughs> uh, and apparently, he was uh also in um Howard
1: the Duck. Oh man, that's a movie I haven't seen in a long time. <laughs> uh,
0: Elizabeth Pena was in La Bamba, the original Rush Hour, and she voiced Mirage in The Incredibles.
1: Really? I'm trying to remember who Mirage is. That's like, uh. What's I think it was the, the bad guy's henchman person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cool.
0: Despite only being moderately successful upon its release, the film garnered a cult following, and its plot and special effects became a source of influence for various other works, such as the Silent Hill video game series. There was a remake of this film in 2019. So, on that Silent Hill note, we're going to get into plot and stuff and discuss it. Okay. And I can understand how, but I've been busy at work catching up from being out most of last week. Yeah. I could not find any article outside of like Wikipedia and IMDB that made that claim.
1: Huh. Um I can
0: see it. It makes sense to me after watching this yeah, movie and having uh... played those games, but I have not found like Any of the people who worked on Silent Hill saying that?
1: Um,
0: Man. Because it's just a very strong claim. I get it. It makes sense. It's just a very strong claim. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Especially, like... Man. I don't know. Yeah, I'm... Like, the
0: timeline makes sense. The themes make sense. Like, what we've seen in the film makes sense. Like, it all tracks... But I did not find anything from Konami or anybody like making that
1: I statement. will. Uh, I will try to dig deeper on that. Because
0: I think that's interesting. I think not only yeah, if, like absolutely. for for, for, your, for your games writing, if you wanted to do it, or just in general, like if because obviously you know video games inspire movies. We've seen a lot of that before, or been copied. But like for a video game to like be inspired, like, I don't know. I think it's I think it's cool. Uh, shot on a budget of $25 million, it would only gross $26 million on its initial box office run. Justin, are you ready for some trivia?
1: Yeah, absolutely. This one is
0: super fucking cool. All the special effects were filmed live with no post-production. For example, to achieve the famous shaking head effect, director Adrian Lin simply filmed the actor waving his head around and keeping his shoulders and the rest of the body still at 4 FPS, resulting in an incredibly fast and deeply disturbing motion when played back at the normal frame rate of 24 FPS.
1: Mm. That's actually really cool.
0: That's actually really cool. That's what I thought, too. Um, The Bergen Street station in the film was actually an abandoned lower-level portion of the station, which had to be retiled and fixed to look as if it was still in working condition.
1: Oh, wow. So they actually fixed it up. Mm Mm-hmm
0: all ads in the subway and burger street station are anti-drug ads
1: yeah i can see yeah absolutely
0: adrian lynn turned down directorial duties for the bonfire of the vanities so he could direct jacob's ladder his first choice for the role of singer was tom hanks but by coincidence hanks turned down jacob's ladder so he could star in bonfire of the vanities (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was fun According to director Adrian Lin, most of the dialogue in the opening scene between the soldiers was improvised on set by the actors excel- themselves, especially the conversation between Ving Rames and Tim Robbins about masturbation.
1: <laughs> yeah, you could you could almost like get that sense because they, they it seemed felt like they were real. having a lot of fun. Y- yeah.
0: yeah, exactly. Yep. The James Brown funk song, My Fang heard during the raucous party scene, appeared on a double album of Brown's from 1974. Do you know what that album was called?
1: Sex party. Uh, Demon sex party. Hell. Hell. Oh, okay, yeah, makes sense. (laughs) So there's a lot, there
0: was so much trivia, like there was so much thought that went into like everything that was happening. Yeah. Like, Like, and even in the background and stuff. So I wanted to forego a sixty-second summary this week, mainly because I want to spend our discussion of plot a little bit differently, and like kind of just like work through it together. Because I did not know anything when this film started off in Vietnam. I was truly taken
1: aback. Yeah. You but you knew though. So I didn't know. Like I I should clarify. Like I didn't know. Any of it, except for the fact that he was like in limbo, dying basically. Okay, see, I did not
0: know any of that. Yeah. So when I I watched the movie first and I did the review and I did like the, the background check, that's why the Silent Hill thing to me is hitting so hard. This is very much like a Silent Hill one and two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Especially with like, I can even see it more with two. Well, yes, I mean one, yeah. one into yeah. yeah. Like it has those different vibes throughout it.
0: So, Jacob Singer and his pl- platoon are in Vietnam. They're kind of chilling, relaxing, and all of a sudden they see movement in the trees, and they're reacting to the movement. But like some of them are like reacting like very oddly. Mm-hmm. Um, Jacob is trying to escape and get to safety, and he gets stabbed in the gut by a bayonet. Yeah, film flashes forward. We don't know how long. We just know it's a. He's no longer in Vietnam. He's back in New York. Um, Jacob is a postman, and he has left his wife and children, and he is with some woman named Jezebel. Which I dude. There's just so much in this movie. It's so cool. It's just so thoughtful, and I love it. But and he's like having these flashbacks right and he's like re- like thinking back and he's talking to his chiropractor who is like the best doctor he has which i also found hilarious and like basically he thinks something happened in vietnam he doesn't know yeah. what happened but he's having these flashbacks to it he runs into some of the people who was in a who were in his platoon and they also think something happened but then they all kind of back away from doing it after someone one of their members die and then he's presented With this information that potentially they were drugged while they were in Vietnam. And all throughout this, he's seeing like flashbacks of demons. He's having like a heat stroke where they shove him in a bag of ice to try to cool him down. Yeah. And what it comes to is Jacob reaches peace with where he is at. Yep. The film then goes back to Vietnam where Jacob. Was fighting for his life. But he decided to let go and go to the afterlife and be with his son who had previously passed away.
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, yeah, absolutely. I think that's.
0: It was. I think the reason why I like the plot so much is twofold. One, I'm a sucker for Vietnam movies. I think that's an era of American history where, like, we we put the most vulnerable people, and we send them over to fight these nasty wars and do these terrible things. And in Vietnam, in particular, they came back, and we like shunned them as a society. Like, and it's just really gross. It's the reason why First Blood, like the first Rambo movie, really hits home for me. Because like, have you seen it? Uh, probably a very long time ago. Yeah, because like, like Rambo, like he's like walking across America. These cops start fucking with him because he's like obviously a war vet, and then he has like a PTSD. St- like attack, and that's why he goes crazy.
1: Oh, I, I should re-watch the Rambo. Movies. The I, first I... Rambo movie
0: is so different than the rest of them. Like it's like a, it's a giant critique of like how we treated people post Vietnam. But anyways, like I've always really been intrigued by that. But like this idea that Singer was like in purgatory, mm-hmm. and he was like trying to like realize what was important about his life, and how Jezebel like threw away the pictures because she didn't want him to be sad. And she wanted him to include it. And there's, like, so many things where, like, he's getting his palm read by that woman who's who's in Law & Order. I forget her the actress's name. Yeah, I don't know her name. And, either. like, she's like, you're already dead. And there's just, like, there's just so much shit throughout this entire movie. And I'm just... It's a slower burn, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Than yeah. some of
0: the other ones. But, like, I was enthralled. Like, I... I can see how it, how it probably inspired a film like The Sixth Sense, obviously by the, the, the twist at the end. Yeah. I, I, I definitely see the six, the comparisons to Silent Hill. I don't know, man. I I really dug this plot. And I thought that everything was so thoughtful. Like, if I didn't have to take it back to the library because I had to wait, <laughs> it was very close to being overdue because I was supposed to do it last <laughs> week before I got sick. And I, I would watch it again. Like, I might buy it. Like, I, that's the kind of movie that, like, for me at least, that sticks with me. Where, like, it's just, it's thoughtful, it's thought-provoking, it's talking about things that people can relate to, and, like, talking about bigger issues. I, I don't know. I really dug it. And, I, and I, I know you didn't have the same reaction, so I would really like to hear your extended thoughts on that.
1: So, I mean, pretty much it boils down pretty easily for me. I do agree. I think there's, like, a lot of care and love that is, like, put into it. Yeah. Uh, specifically in the plot. Like, it is very, very interesting. and It's very enthralling. My biggest issue is that there are, like, very large swaths of doll, like, of where it just kind of, like, s- abro- like slows way down. Yeah. And to me, that's that's always, like the mood killer because i'm like i'm i'm into it i'm loving it i'm mm-hmm. watching a demon sex party thing <laughs> that was cool that was a cool scene <laughs> and then there's just like well no and then it's like the heat stuff but then it just like grounds to a halt and i'm like okay oh my god okay but i i, I think what can be said for it is even though it is a slower burn and it is definitely like in i mean i i've already told you this i think it's definitely like probably the slowest burn we've seen for a while for sure for a while Um, well thirst but thirst was thirst was just long thirst was just long it was not enthralling um this when it wasn't slowed right down was like it was really captivating and like it really if I didn't know the ending going into it because I mean you have to you have to realize that like this whole time I'm like oh yeah he's dead like,
0: yeah that's, and, and that's why i think i think if i had known that i that's why i want to watch it again like that's like I, said, I i do want to watch it again mm-hmm. but not knowing that and then kind of like realizing it i was like fuck okay
1: yeah see for me it was like okay he's sitting on the train right after it happens and he sees hell and i didn't even think yeah, about it and and I'm that's like, why i want to watch it again because it's like i didn't know i didn't yeah. know yeah and I, I i do think that sucks uh but like knowing that going in, but I mean, I, I still enjoyed it, but uh, I don't know, man. There's just, there was a lot of like dragging for me. I might have had to rewind it a few times because I was like nodding off. No, it's um, fine. Uh, specifically you... when he's talking about like the being drugged. Yes. That was just like very, it was, mostly because for me, it was just like very dry. Mm-hmm. Uh
0: out of curiosity do you think it was slow because like when the movie was like moving fast or being dramatic it was like real fast and real dramatic
1: yeah oh absolutely yeah i it mean it was kind c-
0: of touch and go at times
1: cuz i mean it could be okay well maybe if that was a little more balanced then the rest of it wouldn't seem like there's a there's a lot of peeking and backing off in this movie yeah um but it's like
0: I wonder if that was intentional because they were trying to save his life and like, obviously like, like get him going again. And then he would like fall back down again.
1: Oh, a- absolutely! And I think that is also why like he says every time he sees his chiropractor, right? He looks like an angel because yeah. it's his doctor working <laughs> yeah. on him, right? Like, it's it. There is so much care given into this movie that I I, I do think overall it is very interesting and very watchable, but. Hopefully you saw it, like Larry, not knowing everything that happened. Because knowing that definitely does take some of the, like, yeah, I excitement might excitement out of it.
0: I might include in our show notes to not listen to this until you watch the movie. Yeah,
1: yeah, I think that's a good idea.
0: So for plot, I gave it a nine and a half. I think it could earn a ten, but I want to watch it again now, knowing like the ending and see how it goes. But I, I really dug it.
1: I gave it a seven and a half. <laughs>
0: Cool. Cinematography. When I found out about the special effects, I found that really cool. Yeah. But I ha- I have to be honest. This movie to me has a lot of things that happen in it that the disturbing stuff is fine. We don't probably talk about how scary, but like there's a lot of strobe lighty scenes, a lot of like really flash yeah. flickering. Oh, the
1: I mean the even just look at the party scene, like I had to close my eyes for a second and it's like oh, "Yeah, my like, head is starting to hurt yeah
0: and like I think about someone who might suffer from epilepsy and they if they tried to watch it I feel like it would be really hard to watch and there were other times where it was just like very dull it makes sense now no, now knowing the whole thing where the very vividness of the beginning when they're in Vietnam and then the very very end yeah, why it was kind of in that very melodramatic tone like yeah. a very dull uh, I think the special effects being done with no post is awesome
1: oh amazing
0: like that sex scene or the dance sex scene where like she gets penetrated in the lizard tail when it comes through her mouth and stuff like knowing that was done like live in take
1: yeah that's fucking wild like I would love to see what that like some behind the scenes footage of that cause that's fucking there's a lot going on in that scene <laughs>
0: I really liked also the the bathtub scene.
1: Oh, where they're, like, pouring ice over him, yeah. and he's like, stop, you're killing me.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then the other scene that really sticks to me, and it's the one that really ties it to Silent Hill for me, is when they strap him to the gurney, and they're, like, wheeling, wheeling him through this, like, miserable, like, place. They're,
1: and then it's there's a, just, like, body parts everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's... I like it, but at the same time outside of the special effects, which are crazy. Oh, fantastic, yes. I don't think there's anything really special. I think, honestly, this might be like the weakest section outside of the special effects.
1: Yeah, see, that that's kind of where I came at it too, is like, I think the special effects are, I mean, they are amazing. They really are.
0: But there's not a lot of them.
1: No, there's not a lot, and it's like, they're very spaced out, mm-hmm. and other than that, it's a lot of just looking at faces and people talking. <laughs> like yeah. it's it's not. It's more it's definitely more like the psychological than like.
0: And it, since it's so mm. dull, it makes it kinda hard yeah. to like. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh absolutely. And it's yeah. by intent, but like. Yeah. It's I, I, it I, I get what you're saying. Rough. Yeah. So there's not really a whole lot to say about it because there's nothing really special outside special effects we already covered. So I gave it a 7.
1: I also gave it a 7.
0: Audio. Probably my favorite section.
1: Looking at my scores, I would agree. Okay. Uh, uh,
0: I thought the score was fucking amazing. Well, Maybe not iconic, but like...
1: Well, we talked about it last time we recorded together. It's like, yeah. it's like the the like oh my god the like the classical or- orchestral ca- classical yes. music is just like it's hauntingly beautiful yes and no i agree i mean before like putting this music together i just like downloaded the theme i just sat here and listened to it a few times yeah, it's, it's
0: beautiful i like yeah. the james brown song during like there's just so much about it and like the biggest thing though to me is i felt like every single actor in this from macaulay culkin to the bit actors to every single person who was in it
1: oh they gave it their all it was
0: amazing Yeah, like adrian lynn got everything out of everyone even just the random people who were standing over the bathtub like trying to help him bring ice like it all yeah. felt so visceral it felt like everybody was looking at him and, and watching him and like i feel like the scene where he gets his palm red, there's or when he goes to his buddy to talk about what he's feeling or when he goes to the bar there are so many instances where i feel like it could like someone could ruin that vibe yeah but they never do like i don't know i i think the acting across the board is fantastic tim
1: robbins being just oh he's amazing uh, like hands down this is the best part of the movie for me anyways. Because um, you're with
0: him. You you feel it. You feel his yeah. fear. You feel his love for Jezebel. You feel his required, unrequited love for his wife. The pain of losing his son. Like, his, his trauma from his time in war and him missing his buddies. Like, I don't know, man. This was just utterly compelling.
1: Yeah. I agree.
0: I I I really
1: have like, I I give it a ten. I really had nothing like, nothing to complain about here. Like nothing. How scary! I am curious. I am curious for you. Uh, Okay. So um, for me it was kind of, I mean, having it all stripped away before I even watched it definitely uh that does score a lot. That does um. I mean it's just like you know it's I mean twists I, I could, twists are good like twists are no, good I agree I love twists like yeah uh, like it's like the original I song. almost ruined one but I wasn't gonna, I almost ruined one but not the one that we've seen on the show so I was Okay I won't. um uh, uh do you know his friend uh what was his name the guy who blew up in the car Yes uh he was in a fantastic horror movie psychological thriller Uh, what i think it was richard greer uh identity in 2009 oh
0: fuck i haven't seen that movie in a long time
1: yeah i the main reason i love that movie is because it's got the guy from starship troopers and he gets a fucking bat shoved down his throat
0: (laughs) that's right oh my god i have not thought of that shit in a long time
1: (laughs) yeah he's like he is the killer in, yeah, not he is. He's like the main dude where everybody is in. Yeah, that's his buddy in Jacob's oh, Ladder. Yeah. man I forgot about that movie. Oh, I saw him and instantly was like, he's from Identity. I know that. <laughs> <man."> <laughs> um, I yeah, I love that movie. I I haven't seen it in years and years and years. I I, but yeah. Um, okay. But back to Jacob Ladder. Um, knowing the kind of like overall twist, de- definitely like deterred a lot of like the impactful stuff away for me um i still think like the crazy demon sex party was unsettling mm-hmm. seeing the shaky people I, I don't know what we're calling them the shaky demons yeah uh was also very like unsettling yeah um seeing the guy in the car in the backseat was yes like, freaky as shit um, yes th- the train i didn't really care for like i it was yeah i
0: it was cool yeah. but also didn't like stick with me cuz so much other crazy shit happened
1: yeah exactly and then the um going through the hospital uh th- those things i don't know it was just like other than the guy in the back of the car everything else was just like very unsettling to me uh but the biggest thing i had to take away from this in the house scary part is that it was just very dull yeah. um, other than like the, it sucks because when we see the special effects I think they're like done really well and like those are the moments for me that like stay yeah. with me but other than that it was just like I would get really excited that like okay here we go we're getting into it and then it would just like cut down to a lull and it's like a...
0: <sighs> okay so I find that really interesting I'm kind of I agree with some of it, and I'm almost the opposite on some of what you said. So when it comes to special effects, the demons, all those kind of things, I'm right there with you. Like, it was super creepy. But I think the thing for me is... I told you, like, any kind of retrospective on Vietnam that's, like, critical of that war in particular, I'm kind of always hooked into. And the journey of Jacob... Like, trying to, like, understand and piece things together only to find out that he's, like, bordering between life and death. Yeah. That, like, hit me. Like, I like, I finished the movie, and I literally watched the whole credits. Like, I literally sat there, like, fuck, man. Like, the final line, like, while well, he looks real peaceful. It's just, like, because we don't know what happens when we you know start going on that path or what that looks like and like there's a lot of different interpretations and i felt like like he lived like a whole life almost you know like trying Mm -hmm. to figure things out and that's really scary to me like like not knowing that like you're kind of like living your final trial you know trying to determine if you're going to go to heaven or to hell like there's something about that that like really fucking resonates. I don't know what it is. Like I don't know if it's because I'm like getting older or whatever, but like there getting is
1: getting older. Come on.
0: <laughs> there is something about dude today I played Prince in one of the graduates. Oh, games. I saw. <laughs> fucking <laughs> shit, dude. Uh Yeah, man. Like I don't think this is the scariest thing ever ever like we've like not even close. Yeah. But there is just I don't know, man. That, that fuck with me. That truly, like, just left a really unpleasant taste in my mouth. Like, because he got lucky, but what if you didn't? Yeah. What if you made the wrong choices? What if you ignored it? What if you listened to Jezebel, right? What if... I don't know. There's just something... Like, that part, like that's a weird part man that's a weird part (laughs) of it so I gave it a a 7.5 I gave it a 5 okay so to review our scores my friend for plot I gave it a a 9.5 you gave it a a 7.5 for cinematography you both gave it sevens. for audio I gave it a 9 you gave it a 10 and for how scary I gave it a a 7.5 you gave it a 5 that gives it a here's Johnny final score of a 78 so it's tied with actually a bunch of things Justin, it is tied with the Blair Witch video game, Dark Souls Remastered, Return of the Overdin, and funnily enough, Silent Hill, the original video game and Silent Hill Two sorry, the original Silent Hill film and
1: Silent Hill
0: Two, the video game, as well as Spiral. Weird.
1: Weird. So, uh speaking of Silent Hill, um, I'm sure you're aware that they are making a new Silent Hill movie <laughs> they had that in that like little YouTube special they did right? Yeah, it starts filming I think they said next week I did not realize it was so close to coming out and it's the director of the original film
0: I think that has the potential to be good
1: yeah same a lot of time has passed I think <laughs> I think
0: it'll be good I think I so too. just don't bring back Jon Snow <laughs> we love Jon Snow but maybe not in that so that was our review of Jacob's Ladder. I would really love to hear anybody's thoughts on this. If you've seen this movie, like, write as in. Like, let me know, like, do you, if you have this ending spoiled for you, like, happened to Justin, if you've seen it multiple times, if you have the same kind of takeaway. We'd love to hear your thoughts. But if not, we're going to play a quick commercial and then head on in to the closing.
1: Ghosts. Split souls. Monsters. Sociopathic villains cold-blooded murders and nightmares becoming reality does this sound like horror to you actually these are all things that can be found in the harry potter series it can be scarier than you might think i'm katie and i'm audrey and in our podcast wizard studies we talk about all these parts of the wizarding world and even some more light-hearted stuff we can be found anywhere you listen to your podcasts and on instagram and facebook as wizard studies podcast and twitter as wizard studies now back to your regularly scheduled horror talk on Here's Johnny.
0: So, Justin, do you know what next week
1: is? Uh, no, but do you know what's in two weeks?
0: What's in two weeks?
1: Uh, a Super Mario Brothers movie Nintendo Direct.
0: <laughs> okay. That's going to be weird. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. I just saw that email.
0: I will watch it. I mean. Oh, oh I'm going to go see the movie. Oh, yeah. Me too. 100%. Uh, next week, though, is The Devil's Advocate. That is a forced entry from one of our patrons, Ginger. Um, I've never seen it, but it's the first time, but not the last time, Keanu's going to pop up on this season.
1: Yeah, I'm curious to see if... Uh, I, I. No, I won't do that. I was just about to look up like the Rotten Tomatoes or something. <laughs> uh, I won't do that, though. Uh, I'm curious to see if uh, Marcus will maintain his lovely streak he's got going on
0: oh ginger 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 Justin yes any last thoughts before we head off into the campfire and wrap this thing up
1: no I'm excited to play the forest
0: I'm I am also as well one more sleep (laughs) guys thanks for hanging out with us and until next time stay scary here's johnny podcast is brought to you by larry
1: and justin you can find the show on twitter at here's Johnnycast, and you can find larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast
0: as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord It all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers, so head on and look at that.
1: But until next week, see you guys later.